When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back, back, run like a wild man. I watched you struggle and I watched you wrestle with them angels. From Auburn University, Bo Jackson. The correct Neville Arena time is 9.20 p.m. Central Time. Your digital audio device is tuned into the Orange and True podcast. Still harbored by friendly folks at collegeofmagnolia.com. Greetings and salutations, Orange and Truthers. It is I, Senecro2 on Twitter, at Senecro on Venmo. Uh, yeah, to one side of me is the rumormonger Ryan S. Starrett. The S stands for Start the Steal. Yes, I mean, anybody but Freeze, but whatever. We'll get there. The other side of me, give you that full Fort Payne ASMR, a man who might go Jan 6 on... Certain little building on Donahue. It is the AU Chief. <laughs> you know, I was uh, taking a shower earlier and I was thinking, oh man, I really should. Uh, I wonder if I got any white bed sheets I could go and uh, hang outside of, uh, I don't know, Sanford Hall, I, uh, athletic department. I don't know where. Uh, not yeah. th- that wasn't a clan joke, guys. That was a. Uh, that was a uh, uh, Rafa Benitez. Uh, yes. That was a I very British you. British thing. They they like to they like to write things on bed sheets and hang them outside of places. So just like to clear the that, that wasn't a clan joke, guys. It's a great way to start a sentence. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> we all don't we all don't like the heat freeze high. The one thing that this this did is it almost has succeeded in uniting the fan base. The fan base yeah. has been as close to united as it's ever been on two things. One, Brian Harson has got to be fired. And two, <laughs> Hugh Freeze should not be hired. Yeah. So we are we are achieving some level of um, synergy. Synergy. I'm afraid that second sentiment is not shared as widely as you would like it to be. Man, you you would say that, but when Twitter mentions are as just vitriolic as they are, have been, I I could see what you're saying. Twitter's not real life. But then you go over and look at the Facebook comments to the <laughs> to the Auburn University official page. Guys, when Facebook is is heating you up like that, yeah, you have lost both sides. <laughs> you have lost some real posters. Yeah, we're uh, the people who are for this. The people who are for this really just want to be contrarian and also uh, yeah, just want to say that they're they, they want to be right if you win yes. games. Oh, absolutely. I think there's several small factions of people uh, that are in, that are really into this hire. Contrarians, that's a big one. I think a yeah. huge one. Uh, people perverts. that perverts. Let's hang on. We got a lot yeah. of football yeah. to talk later. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's, let's, let's talk part. basketball. Uh, we introduce hey, we introduce James too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We've also got regular special guest is James Jones. I just want to talk about basketball right now. Yeah, okay. and yeah. volleyball. You know what? I'd like to talk about volleyball. It's a sport I don't really understand, but you know what? They're in the tournament. <laughs> it's a fun sport to watch. It's a, 
It's a fun sport. It was called, it's a sport that my uh, uh, former German colleague, basketball coach colleague, once described as a sport so boring. <laughs> he said, he said, <laughs> this sport makes cricket exciting. This was, was his actual quote. Uh, um, it's it's uh, it's real big everywhere outside the south. Uh, it's huge, especially men's volleyball in the yeah, in the west. Yeah, that, that's that's oh, yeah. that's what I was referring to. The, the Midwest, Northeast, huge men's volleyball stuff. And, and I remember when I was a kid, there was a big men's volleyball scene in like Fort Payne of all places. Like like there was a league. So um, I do think it's funny that we. Uh, arguably had one of the best potential men's volleyball players in the country in Auburn last year, just not playing volleyball. Wendell Green? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Who are you talking about? Walker, Walker Kessler. Kessler. Walker Kessler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I was like, I mean, stretched? There's still time for stretch. <laughs> <laughs> it's like my Jeremy Johnson should be playing men's team handball. Oh, man. Kill it. Jeremy Johnson be in the Olympics right now. Um, One right. person from every team should be playing men's soccer too. Uh, just, just Tell like right. your your fourth best guy off of every team in the country should play men's soccer instead, and that's every yeah. sport. And we tell me right now, killing. Katie Johnson. Katie Johnson as a midfielder is not just terrifying people. Oh my god! As a defensive midfielder, yes. you're no way you're holding possession. So many red cards though. We've got World Cup fever right now, Ryan. I don't know about you, but it is the only thing keeping me from crying. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it yeah. is. Uh, it, it's. I will say, as someone who's gotten into soccer a lot this year, it, it it doesn't help the stereotype that arguably the biggest match the men's national team has played in eight years was a was a scoreless draw. Hey, man, people people are dumb. <laughs> People are dumb. The goals are not the point. The yeah, game goals is, aren't. No, the goals literally are the points, Crow. Yeah. No, 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 no. You get the point. You, you get, get the, the one point, point for the for tie. Goals. <laughs> so it's, I, it's yeah. tantric sex. That's what I've. That's what I've always described it as. That's what I'm it is. Distance, I'm distancing myself from that. <laughs> However, <laughs> I will say that it is when when I see people be like, "This is your favorite zero to zero, and call that a good game." Yes, absolutely, I do. <laughs> and it wasn't necessarily even a bad offensive game. No, they were going at it. It was man. a good offensive game. I actually kind of thought it was a bad offensive game for England. Uh, not, they not got the outcoached and outplayed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, we were. We Jordan were Pickford's for sixty minutes. Jordan Pickford's tiny little body was just getting pelted with gold. <laughs> he was he was saving them uh, like a little Woody doll from. From Toy Story McGuire had a had a good game too. That, that was disappointing. Yeah, it's, when, it's when Harry Maguire is your best player. Well, when they when they ask him to do what Harry Maguire is good at, which is clear the ball and cover the back line. Don't try to play a high line. Don't try yep. to play the ball out of the bat. Just play center back and don't do anything else. He's good as a yeah. city watcher. As a person I mean, who watches a lot of city games, the fact that they left Phil Foden on the bench was. I was hooting and a hollering. Now is that their subs? Is that worse than leaving Gio Reyna on the bench for yeah eight, five because minutes? eighty, 80 minutes? <laughs> because Gio Reyna is arguably one of our better players. Yeah, Phil Foden is arguably their best player, and he didn't start and did not play. It makes yeah. no sense. I hate it. I hate it for you, Phil. 
he'll be healthy for this for city's run in, in January and February, which is nice. Yeah. Um, let's get into Auburn basketball. Speaking of guys who are healthy and play yeah. defensive, defensive ball. Uh, if there's one thing Auburn does, it is keep teams from scoring. <laughs> and yeah. somehow that means keeping them from scoring at the free throw line, which they did this past game, which was one of the most difficult to watch basketball contests I've ever watched. Um, it was uh, way more fun to watch than the one before that. Well, the one before that was the most difficult game I've ever watched <laughs> for, for two reasons. One, difficult to find CBS Sports Network, so like literally difficult to watch. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And two, uh, not aesthetically pleasing basketball. Yeah, But we beat up on some guy named... Uh, oh, go we ahead, started the, the Cancun Challenge with a good game, at least. Yeah, we beat up on some guy named Bradley. Yeah, poor Bradley. Cancun Challenge champions. That's right. <laughs> They'll what, never what take it away from us. Champions. You guys realize that there's there's two brackets going on at the same time. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. Don't play each other. Right. So hey, who won the other one? I don't even know. Because well, the fact that Auburn Twitter has not started a play us now, you coward. Yeah. Right. Tweets. <laughs> We're a little distracted. Do we, now, do we both get to hang a banner? or um... <laughs> Cancun Challenge Champs. You'll never sing that, Alabama. You'll never sing that. <laughs> I think we were actually called the Riviera Division. If I remember correctly, we were at the Riviera bracket. That's right. Now, were they all played in a um, hotel conference center or? Uh, uh, assuming there's a ballroom situation there. Like, <laughs> yeah, ballroom. Like, ball, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's like the Bahamas. That's what they do. It's the ballroom blitz. Uh, but no, this was a, this was a good one. Uh, Auburn shoots well. Pings eighty five on Bradley. Bradley's a um, borderline tournament team uh, in the NBC. I think they, they were like one of the top three or four in their conference. Um, so you never know they, they could get hot to see him in March. But um, contributions all over the place. I mean, Wendell with fourteen, Jalen with eleven, Janai with fourteen, KD with thirteen, Flan with twelve. Five you know, guys in doubles shooting almost fifty percent from three for that night. Um, it was it was a really fun game to watch. Um, yeah, it made it it made it for a little bit of whiplash uh, the next day, but it was good uh, when, as it was going on. Um, yeah, um, I, I mean, every everybody played well. I, I didn't have any complaints. Uh, I, I think was that the game? No, it was the next game where uh, when uh, sort of struggled. I, I don't I don't know if I would, he just didn't score many points. I think he still played pretty well in the next game, but. Um, uh, yeah, that Bradley game was just – it was fun. It, it felt like we kind of built some momentum off, off the previous game. Um, it, it wasn't a nail-biter. Uh, yeah. We played. And, Go ahead, James. Well, yeah, they and they had a couple of guys out that, that probably factored in quite a bit. And uh, and once we put Al on, uh, on the Hickman kid who uh, – was the only person keeping them in the ball game. Once we put Al on him, that was that was all she wrote. Yeah, you bring up a good point, James. Is that there are a lot of people who are still giving Flanagan. I think people are wanting Flanagan to be something he's not. Sure, but he he is a bulldog on defense, and he is the only thing that's going to keep Auburn in some games this year defensively, because yeah. we're going to play some teams with some unbelievable talent. 
and to be the ability to put Flanagan on him and go, okay, he's going to hold him to at least below their season average is pretty amazing. We can yeah. talk about more Flan, about Flan a little bit more later when we get to St. Louis, but he drew your Collins <laughs> a lot towards the end of that game and really helped shut him down. Yep. Um, and again, top, I mean, he, he put up 12 here in this game and uh, three rebounds and steel block. He's, He's not the superstar wing sharpshooter that we, you know, necessarily were were hoping for, especially you know two years ago before the injury. But he's Pro- and probably need right. But but he's still but he's a, a great. He's, a, he's yeah. a extremely valuable part of this team now. Yeah, um, I agree. And another thing is, you know, and this it, it, this eighty five points is even more impressive when you look at the minute breakdown. Our bench guys played more than our starters minute, for minutes. I mean, yeah. Uh, just looking at the minutes, our starters went 24, 19, 17, 17, and 16. So four of them didn't even play half the game. We had four guys on the bench playing at least 20. So I mean, that's, that's with playing the back-to-back. You, know, you kind of know that you, you need to get those guys some rest when you can. Yes. But, and uh, I, I think, you know, I think our rotation eventually has to shrink when we get closer to March. But I, I do think throughout this year that – that depth is going to be important because of the way we are going to have to play. We're going to have to defend with everything we have for the entire game, for every game. Yeah. You're not going to be able to be afraid to have guys file out. And with this, you know, the way the roster set up, you can do that. Um, but yeah, we, we already saw Trey only played six minutes here. He's kind of lost some of those minutes to chance. Um, Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So yeah, I mean, this, this was really what a good night is going to look like for Auburn. They're probably not going to put up 100 on anybody this year like we did you know, a couple times the last few years. Yeah, um, They're not going to rain 15, 23s on a team. I just don't think that's going to happen. But you're going to get contributions from all over the court. Um, they're not going to be able to just put their best defender on our best shooter and try and shut us down because, you know, there, there's so many – safety valves on this team. Yeah, for sure. It's uh but while they're not the uh <laughs> most prolific offensive team that we've ever had, they're they're still fun to watch. And, and that defense is just so incredible. Especially when we crank it up, go full court. Um it it's it's something because a, a lot of times when you go full court, you're not it's not to get a turnover necessarily. You're making it where the other team does not get a break 
uh, a breather while they're on offense. You, yep, you're they forcing can't set up their offense. Yeah, and, and you, you they can't set up their offense. You're making it where they have to work a lot harder, move a lot more while they're on offense. So then when you're on offense, they're already they've already taken that out of them. You you tire them down faster if you can be the better conditioned team, in in our case, the deeper team. Uh, yeah, yeah I mean, I think we're number seeing... one block percent right now in thirty-fifth. Incredible. Uh, and then it's not like we're being over aggressive and, and playing ourselves out of position and giving up good shots because they're top twenty in both two-point and three-point percentage right now. And let, I'm put it this way: we're getting a, a ton of contribution from one guy, and I'll give you guys a, a heads up. I'm going to look at my PER rankings real quick. And as we talk about on this show a lot, PER heavily um, favors big guys because they're more efficient players two feet from the basket. And so our top three in PER are Broom, Cardwell, and Jalen. But do you know who our number four in PER is? It is, Win- it is Wendell, Wendell Green. Oh, man. The, <laughs> a guy man. who is not a big guy by any yep. stretch of the imagination yep. is – Got a PER of 18 and a true shooting percentage of 54. Wow. Yeah, he is playing incredibly efficient basketball. It's very good. Um, yeah. Bruce He's did a lot really of good. a lot of bragging on him after the St. Louis game uh, and before. Um, uh, he uh, Bruce more or less said Wendell's kind of disrespected nationally. Um, and, and he used uh, Uri Collins as an example. <laughs> he. As Bruce loves to do, built Yuri Collins up. Like, yeah. he talked about how great he was. And then he pointed out, but, you know, Wendell takes that kind of personally. And uh, after the game, he said, yeah, he plays the, that well when he's up against a guy like that, even though they're not guarding each other the whole time and, and, and not necessarily going head-to-head. Uh, because he knows people are watching the number five guard in the country, and, and he wants to show out. And mm-hmm. That, that's what he did, but he, he's showing out in these other games too. Like, like he, he's probably our best player. Um, I think that was a, a major reason we struggled against Northwestern is he had a bad game against Northwestern. Yeah. Yeah. So he had, he didn't have a great game shooting. He was a right. nine from the floor. Yeah. That's what I was but saying. I, this has got to be one of the craziest stat lines I've seen in the game. Wendell with two points, uh, three assists, but ten rebounds. God. I mean, I I guess it was from all the missed shots. Like your point guard's not supposed to. Put yeah. Double. Uh, he's getting he's getting seventeen percent of all available defensive rebounds. That's that's wild. He is it's not six feet tall. Three um, assists. Yeah, he is shorter than me. Those three assists. I mean, are only on thirteen made baskets for the whole team. So that's yeah, still a pretty yeah. good rate there. I mean, yeah. Yeah, no, I, you know, I he thought I thought inefficient throwing up a bunch of bad shots. He was he's like, right. one of nine, but you see some guys that when they're having a bad night, you know, they're they're putting up two of fifteen, you know, three of twenty kind of stuff. And then, you know, luckily he's he kind of kept it under control. Here's yeah. the wild stat, another wild stat from Wendell, because everybody thinks he's not not everybody. There is a there is a narrative that he is not a he doesn't have great vision, isn't a great passer, doesn't set his teammates up. He is currently averaging. Okay, so every basket made by an opponent, by by a teammate of his, while he is on the floor, 
he is assisting on a third of them. So one out of every three made baskets by a team, one of his teammates is currently coming from a Wendell Green assist. (laughs) It's great. uh, That's top 70 in the country. I mean, yeah, that's, you know, it's not uh, Sharif levels because that was just pure insanity. But (laughs) but he's not Sharif level usage either. Right, right, right. He's not dominating the ball. He's close. He's he's doing Well, I mean, what is he? He's twenty eight percent usage. And yeah, I mean, a lot of our a lot of our sets. He's not the guy running it. Like it'll be Flan. Um, uh, this didn't happen the last game because Chance was basically just a one for one replacement for Wendell in that game. Um, but sometimes it's Westry if he's in. Um, sometimes Jalen. Zep so, does a lot of it as well. Zep, yeah. Um, that does make this a really interesting offense to defend um, because I mean, obviously, when Wendell when he's on the floor is you know, the guy for the most part, but there's so many other guys that are yep. the, uh, the secondary ball handlers that, I mean, really it's, I mean, there's even a lot of sets where, where Dylan is taking it at the top of the key and finding somebody and just tossing it over some, someone else. Yep. Um, I, I'm not sure where that Northwestern team ranks defensively um, in Ken Palm. It was the best defense I've ever seen played against an Auburn team. Um, that the the lane just wasn't available. Like no one could get into the lane. Well, Chief, it, in Ken Palm, they are the number nine defense in the country. Okay, <laughs> uh, um, and and specifically because of their two point defense, opponents are only shooting thirty seven percent from two against them. That they and okay, that my, my eyes are not lying eyes. They 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 just like you. We couldn't do anything in the lane. And they defended the perimeter really well at the same time. And it was just, it was, it was really hard, frustrating to watch because I'm like, like, what do we do here? Um, so, I mean, we were left trying to dribble in and take like 18 footers and, and stuff like that to, to try Jabari to neutralize that. Him, yeah. Jabari would have killed that team, <laughs> but, but it was, it, it was tough. And, and that's really all that happened there. They, they just played extremely good defense. Um, and, so and I, I did miss some of this. Was there an explanation as to why they only played seven guys? Uh, I, I never heard one. Okay. I didn't know if the broadcast uh, yeah. mentioned anything, but no, I think that's just what their rotation is. That's interesting. Yeah. And you, you compare that and Trey only had three in that game, but otherwise we play, you know, if you take Trey's three minutes out, we played 10. Yeah. Yeah. And everybody it's played at crazy. least ten minutes. Westry was uh, Westry was um, he learned some lessons. Yeah, that game. yeah, yeah. Because he was, was it was uh, a post game of this one that Bruce kind of dogged him a little bit and said, "Yeah, he's got to know what we're playing, what our sets are." Yeah, before we really be contributors. Yeah, and, and, and Bruce took ownership a lot for that. Because oh, for sure. Like yeah. I, I'm I'm putting too much on him because he is he is such a versatile player. Yeah, and because he can do so much, you you get so excited about that, and you try to try to shove him into everything you know like wait that, he's he's playing his sixth game of college basketball yeah that that's why he uh the next game he only played point guard but he, he only subbed for for Wendell that game he's also a kid he's one of those kids who went to three different high schools in three different states yeah you so know, guys. he doesn't have a ton of consistency we have a couple of those guys Traoria was one of those he went to two different high schools in two different states um, and it's from Prince. Cardwell as well. Yeah, Cardwell went to a couple of high schools. So, we, like, our two freshmen 
are playing on yet another team for them. Yeah. Or they're having to try to build consistency, try to figure out who they are on the court. Right. Yeah. And the consistency, uh, I guess the flip side of that, that I really wanted to hit on the night at some point was, was Jalen Williams. Oh yeah, boy. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's, he, he's not your superstar going to go hang 25, 30, but he is all over the court doing everything every game. Uh, yep. Where, you know, where is this one leading scorer? Um, in the, in the Louis game, just making some crazy athletic plays to keep the ball alive. I don't mean uh, that the one diving tip to KD was kind of stuck out to me, but yeah, um, I've been Jay. thrilled with the way he's played this year. Um, he's definitely Jay. earned it. I mean, Jalen's from Nahunta, Georgia. Where is yeah. that? Uh, South Georgia, like right? Went south, like halfway between Savannah and Brunswick, and then yeah. Inland. Yeah, so it is. It is the middle of nowhere. Yeah, like like Statesboro's the big city, I think. Wow, yeah. he's playing. He's having his best year as an Auburn Tiger. Yep he he is he has been solid as a rock, um, and and it's been great to see from him. Um, yeah, I guess I missed uh, a little bit of dogging on his jump shot last week. Yeah, you did. And then he proceeded to, to uh, I think, shoot 50% from three. In that <laughs> so. That's because dude started the year 0 for 10 from three. I was yeah. justified in my talking. Yeah. Well, you got to, you also, you, you know, it, eventually it's going to average out, right? <laughs> and it, it did against Northwestern. Yeah. 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 In a game when nobody could score, he hit three threes. Yeah. Um, and was, you know, 40% from the field. So, you know, yeah. How many how many threes did we hit in that game? Was it only four? Five. KD and Flan both had one. And yeah, and by the way, yeah. Flan has also been shooting pretty well this year. I mean, I think he's up to 34, 35% from three. His uh, of all I, I complained a, a good bit about our shot selection in some of these games. Flan has not been taking terrible shots. Mm-hmm. Um he, he's been taking shots that you should take. And I've been pretty pleased with that. Um, yeah, guys, I think, and sorry, go ahead, James. I was just going to say, I think he, he was one of five against St. Louis, but I think one of those was a end of the shot clock. Just got yeah, chuck it. Yeah, so. yeah, he's eight of twenty three in the year, thirty five percent. I mean, if you had said Flame was going to be a thirty five percent three point shooter this year, you would take it, taking that running away. Mm-hmm. Take it. Yeah, um, you know, he's that with his defense. I mean, if he's a three and D guy, great. He's also able to run a little bit of point, able to distribute fairly well. He can get to the basket, too. So that's, yeah. that, that's as, good. As long as he doesn't just run straight through a charge. Yeah. You know, he's got some great moves to the basket. That dunk, uh, I don't know if we're ready to go into the St. Louis Ooh, game. That dunk yeah. in the St. Louis game, I, it hurt my heart that it wasn't a big conference game. <laughs> no. Uh, well, let's talk place, about the pass first. Hold on. The baseball pass from KD. Oh, the KD oh, pass. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was incredible. I was so mad that I was not in in the arena to see it. Oh my it god. It was it was a perfect pass. Uh, caught him in stride. I mean, I, KD might need to play some uh, double duty. Uh, play quarterback as well. It was the the second best pass anyone has thrown for Auburn this year. Uh, the, the first <laughs> one was Robbie's. Uh, uh, dime that he threw in the iron bowl. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. but uh, it was it, it was close to that. It was so good. I mean, that, and, that and, place got oh. loud 
and, and I don't mean just loud for the St. Louis game, but like straight up loud, and it was not sold out by any means. Oh, it, the, um, the broadcast said that uh, literally after that happened, uh, as St. Louis came back up the floor, I forget exactly what what one of the, the play-by-play guys said, but he, he commented on how loud it was. Yeah. Did he mention let the big dogs eat? <laughs> At any point in time, <laughs> man, that was a uh, that was an yeah, interesting did, broadcast. What, uh, Ryan? Do you know? Do you have any concept of who Pete Gillen is? I do not. Yeah that that was who had who was on the and you didn't you didn't follow much of the Northwestern game either. So right. Um, he, where did he coach other than Virginia? I only remember him as the Virginia coach. That's uh, where that's where I remember him from too. Yeah, around uh, the same time, that, Xavier maybe. Yeah, but he was there. You know, the same time that Gary Williams was at Maryland, and obviously Kay, and kind of the end of Dean Smith, and when Carolina was going through the. Uh, the guy after Dean Smith, I forget his name. But they forget the okay. name. Uh, I, I pulled up. I, I got you. Uh, Xavier Providence, yeah. then Virginia. Yeah, and I mean, he was. How long was he at Virginia? Uh, Seven years. Eight. Yeah, ninety-eight to five was more than that. Yeah, but yeah, it, it, he was at Virginia while I was in. I was living in North Carolina, so that's that's part of why I remembered him. That makes sense. But yeah, he apparently has an obsession with letting the big dog eat. Let the big dog eat. <laughs> big dog eat. <laughs> Guys, speaking of our big dog, John I. Yeah. Broom. Yeah. Has, Chief, you'll appreciate this. He has got incredible back to the basket moves, has been a breath of fresh air for those of us who feel like the big man is dead mm-hmm. in college basketball. And when Auburn fans were looking at this season going, how are we going to replace Kessler? And Jabari, I'll say at least Kessler's been in cover. Yeah. In that Broom is his defensive rating chief is just the nicest oh. defensive rating you could imagine. Is he is he uh he has got his offensive rating is only is ninety nine, which is leaves a little bit to be just be desired. But he's got a sixty nine defensive rating mm. leading the team by leaps and bounds in that <laughs> in that category. Um, yeah. You know who's leading our offensive rating? It is uh, Wendell Green Jr. <laughs> it is Dylan Cardwell. Dylan really? Cardwell. <laughs> Dylan Cardwell is from per hundred possessions. He's got a hundred and thirty-four offensive I, rating. Honestly, that's what I was going to say. I think those two together have just re- have replaced Walker. Like they've just yeah. like they yeah. they've they've done you know doing what they need to do. We're not we're not skipping a beat down there in, in the paint. So. Well, in the St. Louis game, I mean, he didn't score, but he only took one shot. Uh, yeah. So it's not yeah, like he's but, inefficient. He's just not the focal point when he's in there. But he clears out so much space. Yeah. That if we could uh, just you know hit a jump shot, you know, be uh, hit, <laughs> be great development. His perimeter on ball defending is incredible. That is one of the funniest things <laughs> I noticed. It. Yeah. He, he picked up Yuri Collins early on in the game more than once. And uh, at one point, he, he picks the ball from him, grabs it off the ground, and then just holds it over his head <laughs> and dips it off to KD, maybe. 
And you can see how just like what is Yuri supposed to do there? He's a six foot guard. This guy's got <laughs> arms yeah. that reach all the way around him. I mean, Cardinal's pretty close at seven feet. If he's not a true yeah. seven footer, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's, he's, he's six eleven. He he he's extreme. His he's got great side to side movement for a guy that big. I I it, it's pretty incredible. Um, and uh, you know, I don't I don't know that that's going to take him to the the league one day or anything. But it's still it's still fun fun to watch, and, and it's a great asset to have because he's not getting beaten much. Uh, when there's a switch, yeah, um, it, it, it speaks yeah. to the team defense and how well they're yes. together right now. Is yes, that he can take he can go to the top and and take some of these guys on. And if they do get by him, and that's you know a big if, there's guys that are ready to help, uh, and they they know exactly when to be there. Um, so we're we're not really leaving many open shooters. Um, and when it is, it's it's usually the freshmen that are still trying to kind of get the system. It, uh, the other the other hilarious defensive thing that we is that KD has gotten switched off on uh, some you know near big guys a bunch of times, and they will not throw it in there when he's <laughs> when he's fronting the guy. I, I guess they're just afraid that he's going to jump up and grab the ball, which he might. Yeah. So uh, it, it's it's fun. That's pretty hilarious to watch too. you say you say dylan might not have much run in the league deandre jordan has been in the league for a long time yeah he, i mean he, he didn't did, do he much did. of anything except play defense and have a ton of energy and score I mean, a couple two-point baskets he, he could be that guy um just give uh give your main dude a breather and uh cause some havoc he's been in the league since 2008 which I did not realize. That is, he has yeah. been in the league for a long time. Yeah. He's my and probably, age. <laughs> and probably has not taken a field goal attempt for more than four feet. Yeah, he doesn't shoot threes. He has taken zero threes. <laughs> like his, average, his, his average is zero threes a game. Last of a dying breed. One three. <laughs> like one three in his life, I guess. <laughs> Last of a dying breed. That is for sure. Guys, what of the three games, if we could put everyone's best game together, would you say, like, if we took Wendell's game against St. Louis, Katie's game against someone, somebody, which of the team, which of the guys have, like, like is, there, is there somewhere in those three games, I'm trying to ask, I guess, is, is there a team that we have seen kind of emerging, a rotation kind of emerging, where you're like, yeah, this team could challenge some, some really – Elite teams. I the- I definitely do. I mean, we saw last year the concern was was the guard play, and we heard it all off season. Um, in this St. Louis game, th- this is a tournament team in St. Louis. I mean, they yeah. they will be there. They'll probably be if they had beaten us. You know, maybe they get all the way up to like a four seed or a five seed. But even the A ten, you know, they're a contender there. Maybe they're an eight or a nine seed. You know, this. Wendell versus Yuri Collins was a Sweet 16 level matchup. They both played extremely well, and Wendell got the better of them. Um, 22 points in this one. He really kind of iced the game in a couple spots at the end. Um, got to the line, made some just really acrobatic um, buckets, and that is what we're going to have to have. I mean, we're we're going to rely on the defense for the most part, but when it comes down to end of game situations. That's what the Final Four team was so good at was taking you down to the to the wire and then beating you when they get there. Yep. 
uh, and I'm I'm starting to see it with the experience and the and the veterans on this team that they they've got that in them. It might be sixty to sixty five instead of ninety five, <laughs> but you know, once you get to the end of the game, the total score doesn't really matter. Yes, yeah, yeah, St. Louis was a old fashioned guard duel, and and we won it. So that that's a good indicator for March, I think. We didn't do that much, if at all, last year. So yeah, there's going to be a lot of games like the St. Louis game, and I had a bad feeling about that one coming in because uh, yeah, me too. one because St. Louis is a good team, and two. You're dealing with a veteran point guard. Obviously, that gave us a ton of trouble last year. It was any time we came up against veteran point guards. And and then just the fact that they were, you know, they got home basically Thanksgiving morning. And you turn around and have to play Sunday night. after. You know, you played two games in a row. Tried to have some fun down there. You turn around and play Sunday night. You don't have a full jungle. You don't have a full arena at all that's probably the lowest attendance you're gonna have in the arena except maybe you know around christmas or between christmas and new year's but you you dug deep we you know we got down late and just turned to kd and kd got two buckets back to back and then collins comes up the floor and they switch it they switch to get broom on him Mm-hmm. That's what they wanted. That was the look they wanted to try and get him on a bigger guy to go past him. Not only could he not go past him, shot gets blocked. KD comes up with a loose ball and and throws the uh, throws the post route. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that was a uh, it was perfect. That was that was a perfect way to kill that game off. Um, yeah, and. It, this team does have those – they've got those sequences to them because there was even one in the Northwestern game where we were down we – had, we had gotten down by, I think, the most we ever trailed by, maybe like four or five. Mm-hmm. And I think we, we went from down five to up six in one yeah. spurt. Yeah, just it, it, in, the, in the blink of an eye, they turned all that around. They, they may KD not had a steal, a bucket, Jalen had a three in there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and, I, and they'll they'll keep turning defense into offense. They'll they'll trap at midcourt, and one of the guys in the trap will be the center, and it's going to work. Yeah, I I think that that our defense is going to make it where we're not. I, I won't say ever, but m- most games we're never going to be too far away from striking distance to be able to to flip it. Um, I, I think that's that's the beauty of this defense, and I'm I'm happy for it. Um, I think we're going to see some games like the 2020 team saw the Azucaro team that we're just going to run into a team that shoots well that night. Yeah, and and sometimes you you can play good defense, and they're just going to shoot 50 percent from three, and there's nothing. Yeah, yeah. And it'll probably it'll probably be a team that you say can't shoot threes too. Well, I said they all can't shoot. <laughs> hey, I've been saying we can't shoot either, so well, it's not working. <laughs> uh, no, that's going to happen. Um, yeah. but those it's going to be those teams playing well. Yeah, a, a team having an average night is not not going to work out against this defense. Yeah, I think that's right. And they. Yeah, I, I always think of Dub every time I look at the stat sheet right now because 
he's I think last season or the year before he was talking about stocks, steals plus blocks. And Auburn, every single game at this point is just blowing teams out on steals and blocks. Yeah. Um, you know, we're number one in the country in block percentage, you said in like top 40 in steals. And it's just, uh, I think at one point in the St. Louis game, I think Auburn had like 14 or 15 to St. Louis is four or five. <laughs> just, even if you're not shooting well, when you're stealing that many possessions, it's okay. Yeah. What we got coming up next? Toothpaste. All right. Crest. <laughs> my, no, uh, my preferred Chris. toothpaste brand. <laughs> no, we have uh, Colgate on Friday. Um, they are playing pretty well this year. I mean, like, we've talked about it in the preseason where Auburn's almost entire non-con schedule is like good, not great teams. They're, uh, they're 105th in Ken Palm right now. You know, pretty good team in the Patriot League. I think maybe the, yeah, the highest rated team in the Patriot League. They're all uh, wait, what's what's a word for not perennial? That's like every year, but they're they're uh, um, tournament team quite often. <laughs> yeah, is there a there. word for that? I don't know. Curl, Curl might have one there. He's good with the words. But. No, I don't have a word. But they're like almost they're ubiquitous in the tournament. It seems like yeah, they're, they're there quite a lot. bit. They're there a lot. Yeah, they're in the tournament yeah. a lot. So I mean, every everybody that we play, Winthrop, uh, Colgate's there a lot. Uh, uh, St. Louis, obviously, there a lot. I don't know about Bradley. They've been there, I think. But yeah, they got to the Sweet Sixteen once. There we go. With Patrick O'Brien. I'm seeing. Uh, we got a note from the doctor. A doctor's note saying that Colgate beat. <laughs> Uh, Syracuse, Syracuse this year, just like they did last year. Syracuse now beaten twice in a row. Jim Beheim's Javari Smith's son lost to uh, <laughs> now twice. It's like how, how is Beheim still coaching this guy? Because he's not very good, or because he killed that person? Uh, and he's old. There's three reasons. Oh, okay. Not to be uh, what is what is the word for not liking old people? Uh, that uh, would be anti. That'd be ageist. Ageist, not to be ageist, but the guy's pretty old. Well, unfortunately for us, we live in a there's another big word, gerontocracy, where the there we go. Are, the old people are in charge. Yes, actually, uh, yes, yes. At yes. Auburn University is also a gerontocracy, as we learned yet again. Yep. We just keep learning it. It's a tough lesson. Just same lesson. <laughs> Can I interest you in a few cherry pick stats about the Skullgate team? Yes, absolutely. Um. All right. They are one of the worst teams in the country at getting their shots blocked. They're 302nd, getting their uh, 12% of their twos blocked. Auburn <laughs> is first in the country in that, so that's a pretty good matchup there. Birdman.gif, uh, baby. Kind yeah. of strange because they're, they're a fairly tall team. Um, they're, I think they're seven, Yeah, they're top 100 in average height, so I'm, I'm not sure what it is that's uh, not working for them there. But they also turn the ball over a ton. At twelve percent, um, this is a triple double watch game for for Broom. Yes, yeah. definitely. We just talked about stocks. I mean, like I said, Auburn is first in blocks, second or uh, top forty in steals, and they are a bottom sixty team in both blocks and steals in offense. Despite being a good shooting team, they are um, top forty in both threes and twos. So if they can get their shots off, uh, they might make a bunch of them. This sounds like a. Auburn sounds like a terrible matchup for this Colgate team. 
Well, except they make their shots. Yes, like we talked about it. if they get their shots off, then mm. sometimes those teams can beat us. But um, yeah, they uh, have trouble doing that. Um, and then on defense, I just think we get too excited, and we just got to settle down and take shots. <laughs> it's the same thing that makes us good on defense. We yeah, I, I, I think you're right about that. Energy. I, I think I, I think said, it does uh, affect during the game Sunday. This is an entire team full of guys that think they're Samir Dowdy. Uh, I, mean, I mean that in the best way. Just so much uh, swag, yeah. energy. I'm better than you, except for one guy. Jalen Williams is the only guy that's not that way. I think. Yeah, I love him for it. But yeah, Jalen doesn't. Jalen doesn't play for the five second Twitter videos. <laughs> Some of the guys, I feel like they kind of want to be that slow motion Twitter video. Yeah, well, slow motion Twitter video of KD just looks like he's normal speed. So, right. Yeah, J- Jalen is definitely uh, a, a silent killer. It's more like a like a hitman than uh, uh, I don't know what how to describe the others. But uh, anyway, he's uh, he's still gonna you know score points on you and might dunk all over you. Uh, he has been known to do that. But uh, you're gonna not see it coming, and you're gonna wonder how it happened. Uh. Sticking with the blocks, the Colgate defense is 347th in the country, blocking only 4% of shots. Um, and again, not a short team, so I don't know what the problem is there. But uh, so all K- have a good pain advantage in this one. KD could score 500 points against these guys then. I would love for that to be the case. Yeah. Um, it, how are they? They, in, uh, they don't foul they the time, so it, it. No, that's not good for KD. <laughs> Uh, What's that, James? As, do they do they rebound well? Because I, I have a a theory that part of the reason that we're not def- we're not rebounding well on the defensive end is because we're going for blocks as much as we are. So maybe they're the opposite. That's a pretty good guess. I mean, that is the only thing that we're not um, like top forty in yeah. on defense is, uh, is offensive rebounding, and we're two hundred sixty fifth. But yeah, I mean it's uh, we're not letting teams make the second shots anyways, so yeah. yeah, it's okay if you don't grab every rebound. But it is funny that we are top ten in offensive rebounding. I, I would not have guessed that based off of the St. Louis game, especially. Um, I think we only had six or seven offensive rebounds, and we're still uh, ninth in the country. Interesting. I'm, uh, I'm, I think we win this game, right? It's at home. Yeah, I think we're a, let's see, what's the projected score on this one? Well, I'll let you know in a second. Haven't we won some uh, insane number of non-con games at home in a row? I believe it. Uh, we've won 44. Yeah. This would be pretty good. This would be 44. 43, yeah. It's a nice run, kind of like the football team that hasn't lost a G5 game at home, Mm. depending on how you define it, like almost ever. Mm. Uh, Like Southern Miss as an independent back in the early 90s, maybe, but that Southern Miss team also had Brett Favre on it. So, not the 91 team didn't. 
Oh, the one we lost who didn't have a phone. Okay, but still, uh, that, that program was not your we did. standard. We lost to him twice, we, right? Yeah, we lost to him twice. <laughs> ah, I see what you're saying. Okay. Uh, the, we just uh, kept losing, so they missed. We also lost to La Tech, right? Nope. Nope. No. Oh, no, no. We almost lost to La Tech. Yes. <laughs> we, uh, in, in 90, we kicked a field goal at the buzzer. Hmm. And in 01, we went to overtime with them. That's right. That's right. We nearly won by two scores in overtime, though, because Dontarius Thomas picked off the ball at like the goal line and was running yep. it back and didn't go out of bounds until like the Louisiana or like, <laughs> yeah, the Louisiana took 40. Good times. If I remember correctly, the last non con home loss, and one of y'all should probably correct me, is the Oklahoma State game. Like 2014, 15, something like that. That sounds right. Is yeah. It, it's, 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 the, it's the challenge. Yeah. Part of the, we have talked about that before because that was uh, that was before Jack was running the site. And uh, Walt had something going on that weekend. And I wrote the, uh, the post game or I wrote the, <laughs> the summary of it. Nice. So that is why I remember that one. I don't have to do that much. I'm looking at this uh, Colgate roster a little more. They've got two behemoths that are going to play in the paint. Um, not just tall, but some big dudes. Uh, Jeff Woodward, 6'11", 270 as a center. And their their other center is uh, 6'10", 250, both upperclassmen. Uh, Jeff Woodward sounds like an investment banker. <laughs> just, just like to hear names and decide what people do. I want to hear their names, or, or like a State Farm agent, like you mm. see his billboard. Yes, two eighty yes. as you're riding down. We're, yes. If we're talking about Silicaga. names, that sound like uh, investment bankers <laughs> on this roster. They have a uh, Oliver Lynch Daniels. Oh boy, that's that. Yeah. And a Nicholas Louis Chalk. The Honorable Oliver Lynch Daniels presiding. <laughs> also, a Braden Smith on this team. Um, hopefully, not as physically imposing as our Braden Smith. Oliver Lynch Daniels is a no nonsense judge. Yeah. He's not one of those nonsense judges. He's a no nonsense judge. Quick, quick programming note. Uh, Will says you're correct about a Oklahoma State, and it was on January 30th, 2016. He has the uh, date for you. So. Appreciate you, Dr. Uh Are you drinking Dr. eggnog, Smith. bro? Oh yeah, man! It's nog oh, season. Yes, it's nog season, baby. Oh, man, I um, I I got the Southern Comfort brand nog this year, um, and it's uh, I've already had it once. I've only had one one nog session, but uh, yeah, I love nog. I bought the the uh, unleaded at the grocery store. Yeah, yeah, then, yeah. I don't, and then made it myself. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't get. Yeah, the Southern Comfort's just it's it's un, it's unleaded as well. They they have a vanilla spice that uh, I couldn't remember if it was good, so I didn't buy it this time. And then uh, upon reflection, I remember that we really liked it last time. So. No, this is the uh, this is H E B the grocery store. Nice. This is their brand. I, I like Mayfield brand nog myself. So oh, anything um, Mayfield makes is good stuff. But you can't get May anything but Mayfield ice cream in Lower Alabama apparently. So. That's tragic. Big, big bummer. Yeah. Yeah. It's Tennessee thing. 
uh, we cannot see what you wrote uh, back there, James. Because it's uh, your screen is blurred since our last nonsense. No, (laughs) (laughs) since our last nonsense, fellas. I don't know what we have left to talk about. Volleyball, volleyball made the NCAA tournament. Yes, that was awesome. Second time ever. Is that am I hearing that correctly? Yes, other was twenty ten. Did did Butch cut a promo letting them know what to do in Omaha? He should. Like, I don't, I don't should. know why. That's no, that, this is a no brainer, guys. Yeah. Can we yeah. can we readopt the Omaha burn hashtag or no? There we go. Why sure. isn't it just Omaha with an AU at the end? Yeah, yeah. because well, <laughs> it's a Sunny Galloway thing. Of course, it didn't make sense. Like golly, that's two for two. Number one, get Butch doing it. Number two, Omaha with an AU at the end. <laughs> anyway, right, but yeah, no, that's ex- that's really exciting that volleyball made uh, made this tournament. They've been great all year. Uh, I I don't know if anyone else on the pod's been making a conscious effort not to mention them because every time we uh, uh, women's sports doing really good on the, yeah. on the pod, uh, we, talk about we, we start tank. talking about them. Uh, things you know fall apart. Um, hope that the doesn't cursed happen. crow. <laughs> Do we, what what seed did they get? Um, uh, I think they are. It's officially unseeded because okay. they only seed the uh, like the top sixteen or something like that. Gotcha. So kind of like uh, gymnastics, where they they just yeah. seed the national seeds and then fill in the rest. It's it's a weird sport because we've, I mean, we barely lost any matches this year, right? Am I am I, I right about that? Oncon was like. Laughably uh, easy, I think. Okay, okay. We ended up breaking out, but they were undefeated for a while, though. We're twenty-one and eight. Well, that's good. Ten, ten think, and eight in conference. Looks like. I think. I think that it's going to be interesting if men's football is the only sport that doesn't make a postseason this year. Be amazing. They were one of the only ones not to make it last year. Yeah. Or not, not, not make it, but not lose. I guess was the operative word. Oh, there. everything. Um, oh, everything. School. Uh, they play Creighton uh, on Saturday at six thirty. Cool. I'm gonna. Uh, I'll tune in for that. Uh, is that gonna be on not SEC Network? So do we... <laughs> I have no idea what the TV arrangements are for that. But probably ESPN Plus. If I had to guess, yeah, ESPN. I'm sure has some sort of right. Yeah. Has all the rights to it. But they get yeah. Creighton in the first round, and if they win, they play the winner of Houston versus South Dakota. Cool. Love to see them progress. That would be awesome. Um, it's, it's it's great for those girls. They uh, they were really excited. It's, it's always fun to watch our teams react to you know doing good things. So that 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 was fun. Um, it's a it's a little ray of sunshine in what's been a pretty pretty poor week uh, for Auburn. Yeah, a dark time. And with that, we're gonna we're gonna call you guys call it quits on this half of the episode. What we're gonna do now is we're gonna stop. We're gonna take a break. A couple of people are gonna gather their thoughts. Come back on the pod. And let you know exactly how they feel. But I won't be a part of that. Just for culpability's sake. And, <laughs> and uh, yeah, you, you're going to enjoy it. 
You're going to go touch grass, isn't that right? Yeah, I'm going to go touch a piece of grass. I'm going to think about what's more important in the world. Meditate on life. Yeah, meditate on life and love in the Lord. And then think about beating Iran tomorrow <laughs> at 1 o'clock p.m. Central. That's right, Iran. You got it yeah. right that time. Buddy. Iran. <laughs> yeah. I mean, losing – we lose to Iran tomorrow, it is going to be – it's going to be a dark spot for all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not going to be in a good place uh, if that were to happen. Would be the first time they put us out of the World Cup, though. So, uh, yeah, that's true. Uh, that is true. Anyway, um, good talk. Proper footballing nation. So, but just just real quick, because I'm actually not sure how oh. this works out. Um, what happens if the Welsh win tomorrow? That doesn't matter. Doesn't matter as long as they're already out. Because the most the Welsh can get is four points. Yeah. Which England is... Currently has four, right? Right. England has four. And so if the Welsh win, they will have... To be tied. Four. Oh, aren't they wrong. down like six yeah. goals in goal differential, though? Exactly. Yes. England scored yeah. six goals in their first so game. So we have to... <laughs> win. Or no, cannot be... The Welsh have to beat the brakes off England. And then, yeah, yeah if, the, if the Welsh beat England 7 nothing, Then they go through and England doesn't. And, and would, it would be... Absolutely hilarious. So best case scenario is we win tomorrow and Wales win 7-0. Yeah. yeah. If if we win and, and Wales wins or even – yeah, then we win the group, right? We win the group, right. Yes. That would be amazing. If, um, and we have to call it something. If we win and Wales and England draw. Yeah, I think that's true too. Yeah. Right. Well, we England, to, yeah, we have to win by a bunch. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah we have to win by a bunch. Because currently we're zero and England's four in the gold quarter. I mean, we could we could beat them eight nil. Then what, England? Then what? Um, they called it soccer first. I know they yeah. did. Uh, the Australians still call it soccer. Uh, well, they I, uh, the Australians. We can't use them. As yeah, anything. yeah, you're right. <laughs> hey, they, they got. Hey, they've won a game in this World Cup, and we have not. <laughs> That's true. They just have play Tunisia. They, they just have uh, the craziest names for everything. So uh, no, New Zealand takes the cake for that <laughs> because New Zealand. That's a sippy do over there. The New Zealand calls uh, coolers chili bins, which is so rad. <laughs> and the, the they, you know, great. I don't, I don't think Yeti would do as much business if it was called a Yeti <laughs> chili bin. It's your new chili bin. Sweet ass, a sweet ass chili bin, bro. So you can get a chili bin for Crimbo because Crimbo, yes. Christmas is summertime. They have the All Blacks. The Black Mm -hmm. Ferns is the women's rugby team. Mm. Do you know what the men's basketball team is? So the Uh, rugby team is the All Blacks. The basketball team is the Half Blacks? Tall Blacks. Tall Blacks. (laughs) There we go. That was actually. Allowed to say that. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Chief was actually worse than tall blacks, but it actually is tall blacks. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. But they're not, but it's mostly dudes like Tony Kukoc. So it's not like. Tony Kukoc is from Serbia. Oh, not Tony Kukoc. Uh, I'm thinking of <laughs> the other bull. Uh, freaking. Uh, Luke Longley. Luke Longley. There we go. Luke He's Longley. from Australia. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're talking about New Zealand. Yeah. 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 We're putting this off as long as we can, aren't we? Yep. Yep. All right. All right. Well, see you guys. Keep on cocking.